Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cute Kind Of. So the vibe is different today. I recorded this episode earlier today and I did not like it. For some reason, I was just like, this is a terrible episode. I can't believe I'm about to post this, blah, blah, blah. I even like scrapped the entire episode from my notion or like put it on hold for another day. And then I was sitting today, like an hour after. I was watching some TV and doing some art on my iPad pad and I realized I'm going a bit overboard with the perfectionism thing but I did want to re-record it um later in the evening so right now it's around eight and my room I put on like my Christmas lights and I have my little aromatherapy diffuser happening right now it's lighting up like different colors but I can't see it because my laptop's in the way but that's okay so today's episode is actually all about passion and hobbies and just kind of finding a passion and hobby that makes you feel good you know like when you're doing it and when you're done with it you kind of just like feel good and I know right now during quarantine a lot of people are kind of trying to search for hobbies to do maybe like discover their passion I don't know if you've noticed but (laughs) I use hobbies and passions kind of interchangeably on here in this episode so sorry about that I just I kind of put them in the same realm because like I think your hobbies are a form of passion but I'm pretty sure there's definitely differences between the two. Like passion is like kind of a feeling like I'm passionate about this whereas like a hobby is actually a thing you can do but I'm using them interchangeably. Bear with me. This is actually one of the questions I get asked all the time specifically by my friends. They ask me a lot like Layla, how did you discover what do you want what you wanted to do in like college in life in general where you wanted to work what you wanted to work as and honestly it was oh sorry i just hit my knee against the table but honestly it was just by luck so if you don't know i went to college for my degree in strategic communication my degree is a, is a bachelor of science in journalism but the track was strategic communication and that deals with like advertising pr However, like I have newsroom writing experience as well. They kind of teach like news and info as well as stratcom. Okay, so wait, I need to go back. So the school I went to had two tracks in the journalism school specifically. One was stratcom strategic communication. The other one was news and info. News and info was like your traditional like reporter, news broadcaster, sports on air person. Whereas strategic communication was a mix between advertising and PR. However, in the journalism school, we a lot of us, we took classes within each track. So like I have a pretty firm understanding of what happens for a news and info graduate or student. And then I worked for the school's newspaper as kind of my extracurricular. So I have like newsroom experience. The reason why I wanted to go to journalism school is because I wanted to be kind of like a beauty blogger. No joke. I'm not even joking because backtracking all the way to like 2006. So I I think I've said this story like once or twice, but 2006, my friend and her older sister, her older sister was friends with my older sister. So they, the both of them would come all the time and we would do sleepovers and hang out. And one time, like my friend's older sister showed us a video on YouTube. Like I said, this is like 2006, 2007. And it was from Michelle Fawn. She was showing us this video and it was like poor mask. Like it's a very old videos of hers, but it's an egg poor mask. And at the end of the video, she was showing you how to 
to make an omelet. And my friend's older sister was like, isn't that so weird? Like she's showing you how to make an omelet, but it's like a beauty video. But I was just super obsessed with the fact that someone was putting beauty videos on YouTube. So that kind of started my like interest in makeup and that kind of skyrocketed from there. And honestly, like even before YouTube, I was very into makeup as well. Like I loved playing with my mom's makeup. I loved like Dude, I remember one time we were going to like um, a shadi or like a South Asian wedding and I forced my mom to let me put on red lipstick and um, I remember my mom's old flip phone. It had a camera in it. It was literally like one megapixel, <laughs> but it was a photo of me and that friend at the wedding and I was wearing terrible red lipstick. Oh my God, it was so bad. But yeah, like I was pretty obsessed with like makeup already. So like seeing those videos only furthered my interest and so I easily became obsessed with like YouTube videos in general, but also like mainly beauty videos. And then in 2013, I finally got the courage to start my own blog and it was a beauty blog. Up until then, I really wanted to make a YouTube, like I would make mock YouTube videos in my room like any other person. Like literally I talked to all my friends and they're all like, yeah, like we'll sit in the mirror and do our makeup and like literally talk to ourselves as if we're doing a makeup tutorial. Yeah, but I didn't really have the confidence to start a YouTube because YouTube was very daunting and scary to me because it was such a huge platform. So then I just decided, let me try blogging. So in 2013, December 2013, I started a blog. I was in middle school. I think I was in eighth grade and senior. So I kept up that blog. I didn't tell any of my school friends that I had a blog only because like I was, like I said, I was very like scared, nervous. And I really did like feel as if like I cared about what a lot of other people um, thought of me. And also like I considered my blog kind of like a baby in the sense of like, you know, like I don't want anyone like saying mean things to it, mean things about it. Senior year, like junior year, actually, I flip-flopped from wanting to do medicine to like wanting to go into business that I was like, oh, maybe I'll do math because like I like math. And then finally, um, I was like, why don't I just like apply to journalism? I think in my heart, I really wanted to do journalism and my dad was okay with it. So I was like, okay, let me try with journalism. And so then I applied to my school. I went to Ohio University and yeah, okay. So I live in Ohio. So Ohio University had the best like journalism program in the state and just had a really good journalism school in general. So I applied and I got in and it's literally the only school I visited on my own. I have visited like the University of Michigan and Ohio State because my siblings went there but I never actually like went to any other school to tour except Ohio University. Um, I remember when I chose my major I got into the journalism school and they were like okay you need to choose a track and I was like huh? I, I like did not actually know what Stratcom was, but for some reason I was very fearful of like putting myself out there. So as a news reporter, you have to like interview people. You're very much so in the front and center, if you will, compared to like a PR person. Uh, but at the time Stratcom didn't like, I didn't know what Stratcom was. It just sounded cool. So I clicked it on the paper. And I remember like my freshman year, like the intro class where every every freshman was in it who was in the journalism school. Like our professor was like, yeah, majority of you guys are news and info right now, but halfway through, half of you guys are going to switch to Stratcom, um, which ended up happening. I actually had a friend who was news and info that I met first semester and we ended up like attending PRSSA together. 
and she really liked it. I really liked it. We had like a great time and we bonded really well with everyone. So she was like, I think I'm going to switch to Stratcom. And she did. And like now she's like the most beautiful ray of sunshine helping the world. I don't know if she listens to my podcast, but Jess, if you're listening, that was about you. <laughs> I don't know if she listens, but... um. So you can say this was like a mix of like passion and just kind of letting where the cards fell. But yeah, now like I still want to work in like media. So I still like PR. I still like advertising. I still like love newsrooms and working in a newsroom marketing. But I think even throughout my entire like journey from like 2006 to now was definitely that I loved beauty and makeup and I really saw myself working somewhere within that industry and I don't even know like the clicking moment that was like well obviously the (laughs) okay I lied the clicking moment was like that Michelle Fawn YouTube video but I think it was definitely just a mix of like taking a chance kind of putting myself out there and then being like you know what, let me try to make this a thing, right? Um, I think that's a thing with a lot of people who have like side hustles or side hobbies. Once it starts gaining momentum and like people are interested in like a lot of um, podcasters have like Patreon. People start giving you money through Patreon, listener support, so on and so forth. Then that's when that side hustle, like the light bulb goes off and it's like, how do I turn this into like a full-time thing? Alright, going back to the question of like, how did you discover your hobby slash passion? Like I said, it was just like, I got lucky from figuring it out from such a young age. However, I wanted to give some tips and tricks and just exercises you guys can do to help you discover your passion. And obviously, like, I'm not saying passion as this like life changing, um, happily ever after moment. I'm just kind of referring to it as like a side thing that leaves you feeling fulfilled or makes you feel good about yourself or just feel good in general and then maybe if you pursue it consistently it can become a career obviously or just like another side income so the first thing i'm gonna recommend is kind of like the exercise and then i'm gonna follow up like with the questions to help you finish the exercise but i highly suggest you start by drawing drawing out a mind map um, the reason why I really like mind maps is that they're a very visual visual way to like kind of organize your ideas and kind of see them just straight on paper. And it's very easy to read and very easy to organize. So basically in the center, you can write your name, hobbies, and then start drawing out branches of like your, of things you like or would like to pursue as a hobby or things you have as an interest or like things you have as like you know, what you like to do in your free time. And next, I'm going to start recommending, like, questions you can ask yourself in order to, like, help you fill out this mind map. All right, starting off, I think one of the things that really helped me, I was actually, what inspired this episode really was, um, it was an episode idea in my folder, but what really was, like, oh, I'm going to do this this week, was that I was doing some journaling prompts about, like, healing your inner child if you will and one of the questions for like that prompt was basically like what are things that gave you joy as a child so like what were your favorite things to do as a child and I put down like playing video games and then also like beauty like makeup doing my makeup and that 
<laughs> surprise, surprise, makeup is still like one of my favorite things, but also video games is one of my favorite things. Pretty much still is. But one of the like reoccurring thing I saw by writing those things down is I haven't done them like consistently. And what I mean by consistently, it's enough that I like am keeping up with it. I haven't done it since like a sophomore college, which actually made me really sad because I like love old things very dearly. So I was like, huh, I need to get back on this. Other than the makeup, but in 2020, I barely wore any makeup. And then also like I was just not in the mood to do makeup. But yeah, so that's the first question. Next is knowing the difference between hobbies and interests. I'm going to link an article from the New York Times by Tara Parker Pope. She does a lot of like the smarter living articles on the New York Times and I really like them. She did like a article about like how to find like a hobby and she highlighted the difference between hobbies and interests. So interest is something you want to learn about and find more information about whereas hobbies is like something you can do as like a time as a way to fill your time leisurely and um like for me my interests include like language learning self-help books like I learn a lot from self-help books whereas like my idea of like a hobby like I did it today because I was just so compelled to do it but I really like doing pixel art I think it's so much fun and super therapeutic it's like a coloring book for your iPad basically. Another interest of mine is like art. I love like just going through art. I don't know what happened but in the past year and a half I've really gotten into art. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know who did this to me but I love art now so yeah. I think I said that art, language learning, self-help books obviously. Um, leisurely obviously doing video games, doing my makeup, thing I would take into account is definitely if you are an analytical person or more creative person. Like for example, I'm a very creative person. I'm not on I'm not huge on the analytical side, but I think a lot of people get confused that like your hobbies or even your interests can only be like creative things, when in reality that's not true at all. You can definitely take an analytical approach if you are more analytical and you don't have to force yourself to like creative hobbies if you are analytical. I'm really surprised by the amount of like people who only think like creative hobbies are the only hobbies when in reality you can do more like problem solving based mind training games. You know like Big Brain Academy for the Nintendo DS Lite? You know what I'm saying? Okay. But that's one. Another thing I would take into account is if if you believe in astrology you can definitely take into account your like zodiac sign and like your entire chart even. I'm a Pisces so I think you guys can tell that a lot of people are probably being like oh that makes sense. Everything's making sense now but another thing I recommend is the Myers-Briggs personality test. Just be honest on it. <laughs> like don't like write down answers of your ideal self. Write down answers of your actual self. And honestly, you could probably go online and take a bunch of just random like personality slash like business quizzes just to figure out what you would like to do as a hobby. And hobbies can like range from like physical activity to creative activities, analytical activities, even just like hanging out with clubs and sports. Like uh, like you can literally go on Facebook and probably find like a local group that likes to go ice skating in your area. So literally there's a lot of things out there. You just have to be like open to it. The last thing you're obviously gonna need is time, you know, to actually like sit down and do all these things. I think time is a privilege definitely only because 
because like a lot of people even in quarantine have to work like full-time jobs take care of families go to school work multiple jobs so on and so forth but yeah like but with that being said you really don't have to dedicate that much time to your hobby the whole point is for it to like leave you feeling good and just help you de-stress then finally is to definitely trust the process you probably hear this all the time but like a lot of times when people pick up a new hobby they'll almost drop it immediately when they don't see progress or they're not perfect and i mean it's going to be really hard even probably with you guys who are like on the creative field even for me personally like i said i run this podcast and like when i do makeup so on and so forth like Instagram is a huge place and I oftentimes feel as if I'm comparing myself to everyone. And honestly, when it comes to your hobby and your passion, you're not in competition with anyone. Like that's a like a hard lesson I learned. Um, I think after like developing an abundance mindset rather than like a fixed mindset or like a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset, I definitely am in the realm and believe that there's enough room for everyone at the top. And you're improving every single day so don't get discouraged i know it's hard but i know it's easier said than done and i know it gets hard and then the hype dies down and you lose motivation but keep pushing through um and you'll definitely find it i think like when it came down to it and this is just in the realm now of passion beyond hobbies but fighting your passion is hard like like i said i lucked out but it is really hard and it just it takes time and it's a way to invest in yourself i'm a firm believer that everyone in the world has a passion they just haven't discovered it yet you know literally you'll be surprised like it can be the most randomest thing you can make youtube videos you can start like a fashion instagram um movie review instagram book instagram podcast you can listen to last week's episode i tell you how i run my podcast you can literally if you're into if you're analytical you can do coding chess play like mind puzzle games or learn to play like certain card games yeah like all that stuff even magic is magic creative or is that analytical who knows but there's like you gotta just open your mind up that there's there are like endless possibilities to passions and then also on top of that you just gotta go for it like (laughs) dude (laughs) like you just like the hardest part is starting but once you start and like put time into it you're gonna like look back at it and be like whoa like i can't believe it's already been like half a year since i started this and i already see so much improvement i love when people like start fitness instagrams and they're like we're gonna go on like this journey together and i'm like yes we will or like my art instagram like or like people who start art instagrams and i'm like yes show me your art but all in all it's supposed to be like a fun process and you'll get there obviously like do the mind map and then answer the questions start from like your childhood like joys and then move on from there take it slow you don't have to rush this is your life your hobby your passion that you're trying to discover and don't let anyone rush you and then also last tidbit it can be overwhelming but hopefully like the exercises i told you to do will help you kind of narrow it down and obviously just take one step at a time it will be good but that kind of wraps up all the tips in my story i had so let's wrap up the episode all right thank you for listening to today's episode of cute kind of if you would like to listen to future episodes of cute kind of you can find us on apple Podcasts. Spreaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, Amazon Podcasts, and other major podcast streaming services. 
Um, you can find me on Instagram at QKindOfPodcast. Not gonna lie, I don't, like, I don't mean to be, what is it? What's the opposite of humble? Oh, wait, let me look it up. Oh my god, the word is brag. That's the word I was thinking about. But I don't mean to brag, but my Instagram feed, kind of popping, kind of popping. So follow me there. You can follow me on Twitter at QKindOf. It's not really popping there. I don't, <laughs> I don't really do anything with my Twitter. But if you'd like to email me, my email is hellocutekindof at gmail.com. And like always, anything I mention is already linked on the blog at www.cutekindof.com. All right, like I said, this is like my second time recording this episode. And this came out way better than the first time. I think I'm going to start recording these episodes at night and then editing during the day. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And yeah, like let me know what you want to see from me. I'm thinking about starting to do like Instagram reels, which I think is crazy considering the fact like I was totally okay with spending my entire life not ever like posting my face ever really. But now we're here, but I'm trying to be more outgoing. So yeah, let me know. But with that being said, thank you for listening to today's episode. And I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Bye!